they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys, Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. Hey, we're back. We are. Yeah, look at us, except you're uh, kind of coming in on a wing and a prayer. I'm working on it. I'm yeah, working on it. What do you it. got going? It's just like the a really bad cough. And last week I mentioned the night sweats. Still dealing with that. I don't know, oh. what, I don't know what the deal with that is. I feel better. Yeah, that's it. So be careful out there. I got a flu shot, too, by the way, and I don't know. Well, um, you don't know that it's yeah, a flu or I don't it could be a low-grade cold. Or... Yeah, you sound like the, the medical community defending well, the flu Well, I'm trying shots. to figure out how close I want to get to you, yeah, you know, and, you... and how much I should wipe yes. the room down. You want to hose everything I down. Got, it's got, got, got some spray going got on some there. some stuff here. There we go. I know. Apparently at a radio oh, yeah. station, you don't want to come in sick because... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. That'd... No, come in with a broken leg. That's okay. Right. But if you got a cold, stay away. Yeah, I think exactly. that's a slogan. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it's really hard for me because I was raised in the uh, retail community where you call in sick and they're going, it doesn't matter. You get in here, you know? So I have that guilt of uh, coming in. So I come in and then they yell at me to get out of here and I go home. You... A couple years ago, last year, is a funny story. Okay. Last year... I came in. I was sicker than a dog. I could hardly talk. And they're going, go home. So I hop in the elevator, and it automatically stopped. And I was stuck in the elevator with with a woman for 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I just wanted to go home. Did she get your cold? Um, No. She she just stood in the corner, just scared (laughs) to death. Cowering. and, And me, I, who normally am terrified of getting stuck in the elevator, I pushed that all aside to make sure that she was okay. Meantime, the kids that I work with here, they're all screaming, ma'am, is he bothering you? Oh, no. Stay away. You know, they're Thanks for do- the help, guys. Yeah, doing that kind of stuff. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah. So when the holiday season rolls around and you were a, uh, is it okay to say shoe dog? Yes, shoe okay, dog. shoe dog. You yeah. sold shoes at Nordstrom's yes. for 30 years. Yeah, yep. When the holiday season rolls around, do you have flashbacks? I, I do. You know, you know, during the holiday season, like on Black Friday, it's it's not that busy um, for the shoe division, yeah. what what uh, you know, people come in and buy slippers for oh, sure. uh, for people, yeah. and, and and it's an up system. And we had like a slipper bar, you know, you had to go <laughs> man the slipper bar for an hour because slippers aren't that expensive. Right. Normally, it was a good experience for me. It was fun. I mean, mm-hmm. I was always being uh, Jewish. I would always be the last one there on Christmas Eve, <laughs> and it was all these desperate men coming in for the last minute gifts, and I would wow. go. Your wife needs a pair of seven hundred dollar boots, and he'll just give me a credit card, you know. And all that wow, kind of stuff too. So, yeah, of course huh. they would return them. Do you remember any weird stories? Of shoes? course, yeah. I well, have a me, million weird. Stories. I know. I bet you do. I want to hear one. Um, let's see. Let me start off. I don't know whether I told this before because I don't have a memory, but I, I remember either. I was helping this woman once, and she was buying. Um, uh, she had a stack of shoes, and she's going. I'm going to take all of these, and that's you know that's a, a wow. huge thing. And she goes, I just want to try these on. And as I came back out, security was literally dragging her away, where I had to run up and grab the shoes off her feet. So oh, no. She was a little whacked. Oh, so, geez. yeah. So that happened. One time uh, in the old, before we moved to the new Norsham downtown area, mm-hmm. we were had a busy, busy day. And all of a sudden, Michael Moore and his people came in and locked the doors and did a major protest in our oh. shoe department. Gee, we're and, honored. And kind of killed business. And we, I hung out with him for a while, He, you know, because they locked the doors and security was You and Michael. And stuff. He was pretty good. I sold shoes to Phil Donahue. Oh, really? Once he, he uh, I think it was his daughter, 
Uh, George McGovern. George McGovern was Phil Donahue's daughter. No, 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 no. no. George I'm McGovern confused. came in. Um, I sold shoes to Halle Berry before, which is she oh, was a sweetheart. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's so, right there. You got it. You've won. Yeah. Right there. It was crazy. We had wow. a um, Teatro Tiazani. Remember those? Teatro Zinzani. Yeah, whatever that's mm-hmm. called. Uh, they did uh, a whole show in our shoe department on a busy Thursday once they came in. And, wow. And, yeah, they kind of did that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Do you miss that? Um, you know what? I, I miss the times that it was. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I have I still keep in touch with great friends, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, walking through Nordstrom now, uh, there's no way I could do retail anymore. There's no way. It was exhausting. I, I would work like... Every day from like Halloween to the end of the year, just trying to uh, make goals. And I think the whole retail world has changed now. I was talking to good friends of mine that still that still work down there, mm-hmm. and they said the Christmas season just isn't uh, you know isn't like it what it used to be as chaotic as or chaotic just as the way as people shop business wise the way people shop you know a lot of people what they do is they'll shop online of right. course and then go into the stores to return. The shoes and you. really, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. low. Yeah, so that's. I was thinking they come in, try them on, say, "Yeah, these feel great," but no buy, thanks, and then buy them online. Yeah, that probably happens too. Yeah, yeah that probably happens. Kind of got that going on with uh, uh, Soul Perfection Shoes. Is a client I work with in one of my many other lives, and they have that thing going on because you know that there's map pricing. You have to sell shoes at a certain price, right? So in their stores, they're following map pricing, but then. The manufacturer has on their website, well, it's 15% off and free shipping. It's like, well, what do you think people are going to do? Right. You know? Right. And, and, you know, and when I was there, nobody had cell phones that you can walk up and go, hey, these uh-huh. things are on sale right now. Can I get that price on it? Although I do use that at Best Buy because they've got that as part of their policy. So if if you go in there and say, that's, that's good, but I wonder if Amazon has it for the same price or less. Right. And you find it for less, they will match it. And they're... Glad to do it because they'd rather get the sale than lose out. To, and I'll be honest with them. I mean, they were nice enough to tell me about it. And so I'll buy it from them. I don't right. mind. If I get the same price, why not? You Plus, know, I get it right then. It's funny that um, uh, the Nordstrom uh, return policy has changed a little bit because before they would just, you know, anybody. Uh, no would, questions asked. No questions asked. Yeah. There's your money back. Now I think it's store credit is what they give you. Oh. Yeah, so that kind of changed. I haven't shopped there for a long time. Me neither. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it costs money to shop there. Yeah. You know, I'm a frugal. I'm one of those. And you can't think any less of me than you already do, but I pretty much buy my clothes from either um, Costco. It used to be Pennies, but they closed the one at Northgate. Do you so, try them on in the aisle? No, I don't do that. Right, I will. Right. I generally am. I'm safe. I'll buy a bunch of stuff, and then if it doesn't fit, or I take it home and it doesn't fit, then yeah. I'll bring it back. But then I'll keep it forever because yeah, I don't want to go back again. There's that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Oh, so what is uh, what is the thing? If you were to say one thing, what is the thing from 2019 that you've learned? How has 2019 changed you? Oh man, 20, 2019 has kind of kicked. It's the been cr- kind of a brutal kick year. Kick the crap yeah, out of me, actually. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I've learned from 2019, uh, and I say this. I think I say this every year, but don't sweat the small shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean that that. No, I agree. Yeah, and and I try to to believe that, and I try to, but sometimes it's it's hard to feel that way. But yeah, that's that's would be the one thing. From 2019. I do a little blog. I do it at it's whatastupidnameforawebsite.com. 
And what I wrote about this week was just about knowing where we're going and about being happy because a lot of people consider it a moving target. They don't know. And it's like uh, basically our lives, we're driving a car. Now you can know where you're going or you can just drive and end up somewhere. Right. So, uh, and the whole happy thing, there was a survey, and I mentioned this in the blog, that just came out this week. They talked to 2,000 adults, and the majority of them said they have 60 good days a year that start out, they're in a good mood, 60. That means there are 305 days of the year, so five times as many days where they get up and they just thank God the world sucks. I thought, what a lousy way to run a life. Right, right. You and, know? and I don't even... You know, and when I say that, don't sweat the small shit. Um, and I'm saying the shit because I swear on Probably shouldn't podcast. say shit. I know. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry to the kids. Shit, but shit, shit, I'm shit. not even political. I don't even get in, get involved in the political stuff because I know people that do, and it rips them to shreds. You know, and I've, I've said this. I, I Politically, I'm observing. I have some feelings about it, but my feelings don't have to be your feelings. It's going to be what it is and follow it. If you if you want to spend every single day the rest of your life being upset, right? what a, lousy, what a waste of a life. Oh, I agree. There's so much going on around you. I agree. My my good friend, Stu Malloy, who owns uh Well, we hadn't uh, mentioned him GSR yet. I was wondering. I thought you row. forgot. No, I didn't. I was just saving it. It was in my. It was in the. It was in the cartridge. It was ready oh, to go. Oh, was it? Okay. But we disagree politically 110%. I mean, not even, sort of. But I, I don't. It doesn't affect me as being his friend because you know I know what type of person he is, mm-hmm. and uh, so I try not to to uh, let that bother me. People feel how they feel about politics based on so many things and what they are, what where they're getting their information, how right. they were raised. I mean, you know, and diversity and difference of opinion is what this country is. It's okay to think right. that, and we've gotten to a point now where it's not okay. Oh, you think that way, you must be an idiot. Right. Or if you think that way, oh, good, you're one of us. That's not working. Right. I it, don't think it is. It, You know, as far as politics doesn't affect me, but I'm very upset that the Yankees signed Garrett Cole for nine years and $324 million. I have a friend. Oh, it was actually my nephew that posted. He figured it out. He took all of the pitches that Garrett threw last year. And if he throws that same number of pitches every year for the next nine years, he's getting paid $10,000 a pitch. Wow. That's a good deal. <laughs> Almost like That reading. was a ball. In fact, it got, went to the backstop, but hey, you got $10,000. Almost like radio. Wow. When does, that ever, when does that ever turn out as far as um, you know, signing a major star for 10 years? I mean, Well, well I'll tell you, uh, the way it does turn out is that at one point, Alex Rodriguez was signed for $25 million for five years. Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it seemed like a lot of money when he signed. And then now all of a sudden that's a, a second string first baseman. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, it, it's a gamble because, yeah, he could come up lame next year and, oh, and none of us would feel bad for the Yankees. <laughs> right. But he, he's also a very, very good pitcher. And I guess this is his payday, and we'll see what happens. I, I, I would think, and I've felt this way a long time for baseball, is that um, they should have, um, call it a $10 million a player salary. That's a pretty good living to play a game. Then 
If you have the most home runs, you get this. Second most home runs, you get this. Most singles, you get this. If you're the pitcher with the most strikeouts, you get this. And it's incentive-based. So even if you completely bomb out, you're still getting $10 million a year, but not you know, $324 million. That's, that's crazy. It'll never happen. I know. No, it makes too much, <laughs> makes too much sense. Yeah, totally. So, totally. No, so we can't solve those problems. Right. What other problems can we solve? Your health. What are you doing to get better? I don't think it's any of your goddamn business. When, no, I want to I'm just kidding. So uh, I'm drinking on I, Monday. I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking on Monday. Um, I'm, uh, uh, and you know, when I go through this all the time, I'm a 62 year old man. I mm-hmm. had a stint 10 years ago. Yeah. So, um, and the last, you know, three or four months, uh, my world has been chaos. So I haven't been healthy and eating healthy and taking care of myself and working out and exercising. So I started a little early and this week I'm starting a new program, uh, where oh, I'm, good. I'm eating healthier and, uh. Is this a set program? It's called Ideal Wellness. You know, it's Ideal Protein. It's no mm-hmm. carbs and okay. sugar and all that kind I'm, of stuff. I'm I'm big on that. We've done yeah. the whole thirty. Yeah, and it's that idea. Same deal. Yeah, no carbs and no sugar because there's right. so much built in already I to know. what we eat. It's hard for me to you know because I've lost weight before and, and I have no problem losing weight. My problem is when I'm done with it, sticking to the program where mm-hmm. I don't gain all back. Is alcohol one of the major culprits? No, it's not because I don't drink. Oh. I hardly drink. Wow. Yeah. I, That's I, my maybe, problem. Maybe I have a drink, um, you know, and I do, I work in bars and I'll have a beer or a cider occasionally, you know, but uh, no, not consistently. Those are the wasted calories that right. really do absolutely no good. My, my uh. downfall, my downfall is like the late at night. Uh, kind of oh, hungry. I'm going to yeah. have some ice cream or something like that. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's not uh, good. You don't want to do that. Right, exactly. So. <sighs> so so there you go. Do you have a set breakfast, set lunch and all yeah. that? Yeah, What's for breakfast? I do. So they have um, uh, little packets of food type thing. Oh, you know? it's so one of those. It's one of those. So you have that for breakfast. It's like uh, a pancake that I cook in the microwave, throw some syrup on it. Tastes fantastic. Okay. And then at lunch you have um, like a salad. And then they have these little um, dill crisp things that I throw in the salad and eat it. And then dinner is a protein, is a vegetable, and a salad. And then you have a snack afterwards, like a little bar type thing. So have you done this one before? I have, yeah. Oh, you have? I know how to do this, yes. And good results? Yeah, totally good results. But again, like I said, I have trouble keeping it off, you know what I mean? But they have a new program, so we'll see see what happens. But my, my thing is... Um, I have, I think we talked about this. I have this thing that, that, uh, cooks vegetables. It's a roaster. Did we talk about this? Nah, I bought it. Uh, I forgot. I bought it late night TV, like at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I saw really? an infomercial oh, no. and I go, I have got to have that. And it's fantastic. And it's by sharper image. And it's, it's a, uh, it's a grill type thing. And I, I am obsessed with, uh, uh, grilled baked, whatever the hell it is, cauliflower. That's what I huh. eat. So like a uh, George Foreman type thing? No, or? it's like a you turn it on and it's the heat comes from up top. It's it's one of those hmm. type of things. So yeah. cauliflower, you know, we boil it and then mash it up and put in a little butter and salt, and it right. tastes like mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not eating butter right now, but that's good. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah. we do ghee. Which you are allowed to do. It's clarified butter. Oh, at least in Whole Thirty, they allow huh. you to have that. So. 
then you could at least have that butter taste. Just a couple of so, old guys talking about eating about healthy. Food. I know. <laughs> After having that piece of cake at the meeting this yeah, morning. Yeah, I know. Well, the boss's wife made a cake. And yeah. You know, you're not going to say, oh, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not. I didn't. No. I'm I not going to I'm not going to eat that. Yeah, well, let's I know. see how long you last. How about uh, like the holidays? <laughs> so are you, are you healthy for the holidays? I mean- is it the same thing? We have this discussion about Thanksgiving. You have the whole well, crew I'm not over. a sweets person, so uh-huh. and that's really the downfall of the holidays or all the cookies and crap. And generally, I can go without eating any of it. So I'm okay there. I, uh, again, I can, it's the, the, the nogs and the, the booze. The uh, booze bone's connected to the calorie right. bone. I can um, eat, get a dozen donuts, and eat like five of them right out of the shoe. Really? Yeah, oh. that's my downfall. There was a time I did that, but that was a long time ago. One year when I did the DUI show, I had lost, um, it was the tail end of this diet, and I lost like 40 pounds. Oh, and I, wow. I hadn't eaten or drink, you know, any bad stuff in like six mm-hmm. months. And here, here's four double vodka oh. cranberries, and it just knocked the crap out of me. <laughs> it knocked the hell out of me. Wow. So, yeah. Well, good luck with your show. Thank you very much. Uh, it's uh, a, Tune in if you're tonight, anywhere near a radio. When is it going to be? Oh, it's, well, this is a podcast, so yeah. this will run for five years. Okay. So it's the Monday after this thing being recorded. Right. Okay. You want me so, to say the date? Yeah, why don't you? December 16th at... Uh, the day on, that will live in information. At six, from 6 to 8 on KRKO 1380 or uh, 95.3 FM or... Stream it. Stream it on... Uh, krko.com yeah krko.com mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. alright alright man feel better thank you sir take care of yourself All right. you've just listened to Maury and Tim escape from the radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter a wackyweek.com production no insects were injured in the making of this program well maybe one if you enjoyed this podcast please like us if you didn't please send it to someone that annoys you